We continue our off-season look at key members of the LA Kings with a focus on defenseman Drew Doughty. Is he still a key player for the Kings? Is he worth the money the Kings are paying him? We'll discuss on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to give us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. At last check, we were at 1,743 subscribers. We're on a streak of seven straight months with 100 or more subscribers per month as we head towards 2,000. Thank you. Every dayers for all of your support. You are the backbone of this show. If you haven't liked or subscribed, really appreciate you taking the time to do that. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Huck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for 30 years. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Coming up on today's show, we're going to break down King's future Hall of Fame defenseman, Drew Doughty, his impact on the team now and in the future. Is he worth the money he's being paid? And is he still a top pairing defenseman? Plus, what did he have to say in his exit interview about this past season and the future? We'll also update you on three members of the LA Kings organization competing in the World Championships. And it'll soon be four. Kevin Fiala is joining the Swiss national team for the tournament. And I'll tell you why I am not happy about that. But we start with Drew Doughty, who just completed his 15th season, all with the Los Angeles Kings after being drafted second overall in 2008 behind Tampa Bay Lightning star Steven Stamkos. In his career, Drew Doughty is a five-time All-Star, Norris Trophy winner as the league's top defenseman in 2016. He has been a finalist for that award four times. He is far and away the Kings' all-time leader among defensemen in games played and points and assists. He is 20 goals away from Rob Blake to become the Kings' all-time leading goal scorer amongst defensemen. Drew's going to turn 34 in December. Is he still an important piece for the Los Angeles Kings? No question. Yes, he absolutely is. Uh, This past season, he played in all but one of the Kings' games, 81 regular season games and six playoff games. He averaged 26 minutes and 13 seconds of ice time per game. Only Kale McCarr of the Colorado Avalanche, likely the top defenseman in the entire NHL, had more average time on ice per game than Drew Doughty last season. But no other player in the NHL played more total minutes this past season than Drew Doughty. He had 2,124 minutes and 33 seconds. That was 24 minutes and 13 seconds more than Sharks defenseman Eric Carlson. Bottom line, Drew Doughty is still a rock on the blue line for the Kings. And he is still productive. His 52 points were sixth on the team this past season, first among defensemen. His 43 assists were third overall on the team, first among defensemen, and his nine goals were tied with Matt Roy and Sean Dersey for the most among the Blue Liners. He finished the season a plus 12. Only Mikey Anderson had a higher plus minus for the Kings this season on defense. The answer to the question, is Drew Doughty still a top pairing defenseman, is yes. Uh, Drew is still an effective player in all facets of the game, quarterback in the number one power play unit, 
playing on the team's number one penalty kill and still a great pairing with young up-and-coming defensive defenseman Mikey Anderson. Dowdy is not a, a Norris Trophy caliber defenseman anymore, but still solid considering how many minutes he plays and how often he has the puck on his stick in key situations. He is still a very important player for the Los Angeles Kings, not even talking about what his role is as far as a leader as one of the team's alternate captains. Now, is Drew Doughty worth the money he is being paid? That's more of a tricky question. Uh, Drew Doughty's making $11 million per season. If you take into account everything that he's meant to the organization, everything he does on and off the ice, you could argue that it's reasonable based uh, based on everything he's given to the organization. But if you base it solely on what he does on the ice, as important as he still is for the Kings, I think you would have to conclude that he is a bit overpaid. Uh, looking at the top defensemen in the game, none of them are making as much as Drew Doughty. Kale McCarr, the Avalanche, who I mentioned earlier, if you had a fantasy draft of all the teams and you could pick any player you wanted, he would be the first player picked among defensemen, I believe. Uh, he's making $9 million per season, $2 million less than Drew Doughty. Adam Fox, Norris Trophy winning defenseman for the New York Rangers, is making $9.5 million. Miro Heiskanen, star defenser, a defenseman for the Dallas Stars, $8.5 million. Roman Yossi of the Predators making $9 million per season. Victor Hedman of the Lightning, uh, $7.8 million per season. So Dowdy's making more than all those guys. You could certainly argue all those guys are probably better at this point of their careers than Drew Doughty. Now, they haven't accomplished as much over their careers as he has, but again, we're talking about the here and the now. And looking at a few of Doughty's contemporaries, veteran defensemen who were drafted the same year he was, you've got Eric Carlson of the Sharks. He's making more, actually, per year, $11.5 million. But before this season, you would have said, well, he's definitely overpaid. But this year, uh, he made a miraculous uh, comeback. Uh, frankly, so miraculous, you wonder if something fishy is going on there. If you were a baseball player, uh, people would be asking to drug test him. That's how much of a comeback season that Eric Carlson had with San Jose. He's going to win the Norris Trophy this year as the top defenseman after several years of not being at that caliber. Maybe that means there's still hope for Drew Doughty of reaching that level, but it's unlikely. Um, and also, if you look at Alex Petrangelo, also drafted a, a few spots below where Drew Doughty was um, back then by the St. Louis Blues, now playing for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, he's making $8.8 million per season. So again, Drew making $11 million per season. So it's hard to argue that Drew Doughty isn't overpaid. He is taking up 13.3% of the Kings' salary cap, and he's the highest-paid player on the team, average annual value, um, more than Andre Kopitar. Um, and he's under contract for four more years. So, you know, you could certainly make a very reasonable argument that even going forward, uh, he's going to continue to be overpaid because it's likely that as those four years go along, his production could slide. It's, it's certainly likely. So, to be fair... Is Drew Doughty overpaid? I think you'd have to say he is. Uh, if you're going to look at probably what his contemporaries make, what is he making, what is he giving to the team, I think it would be fair to say that a salary for Drew Doughty around $8 million per year is probably about where it should be. So, yeah, he's getting paid a little bit more than I think a lot of us would like, frankly. Uh, and, and look, $3 million of cap space is something the Kings could sorely use right now to re-sign a guy like Vladislav Gavrikov or, or another player. So uh, for those out there that are critical of Drew Doughty as far as what he's making per year, I think it's fair to say, yes, he is in fact overpaid. But is he still a key component to the LA Kings? Uh, no question about it. And and should he still be a key player for the Kings next season? Uh, I don't see uh, any reason to think that his game is going to drop off. 
Uh, now, Tom McClellan, the head coach of the Kings, was asked about he and Andre Kopitar, Drew Doughty and Andre Kopitar, about their minutes and maybe looking to cut back on that to try and keep them as productive as possible. Uh, and I think he'll look to do that in certain situations. But again, expect to see Drew Doughty leading the Kings in time on ice per game, uh, being amongst uh, the most uh, durable defensemen in the NHL, um, playing in all key situations for the Kings, at least for one more season. And then we'll reevaluate after next season. But again, Drew Doughty still a key member of the LA Kings, still a very, very good defenseman and everything he's given to the Kings, obviously one of the greatest Kings of all time. And you could make the argument very certainly he is the greatest defenseman to ever play for the Los Angeles Kings. As far as the length of his career, yes, Hall of Famer Rob Blake, yes, Hall of Famer Larry Robinson. Those guys have patrolled the blue line for the Kings at times and, and certainly are all-time greats. But again, as far as an LA King defenseman, like I said, you can certainly make the argument he's the greatest L.A. Kings defenseman to ever play. Now, what did Drew Doughty have to say about this past season and the future of the L.A. Kings? We're going to talk about that in a moment. But first, I want to remind you that today's episode of Locked on L.A. Kings is brought to you by our friends over at Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, costs you less than $3 a day, and it's just one scoop and a cup of water. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make things easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, the LA Kings had their exit interviews the other day after the team was eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs. We have talked about what GM Rob Blake, head coach Todd McClellan, and Captain Andre Kopitar have had to say. Uh, now it's time to hear from Drew Doughty. And if you'd like to hear the entire exit interview, you can go to YouTube, search Drew Doughty exit interview. It'll be the first thing that pops up in your search. And thanks to the LA Kings YouTube channel for posting all of the exit interviews. Uh, I will be paraphrasing the question and the answer to hit on the main points. The first question to Drew Doughty was about him getting to play in the playoffs this year after missing the playoffs last season due to injury. Drew said he felt good and he was excited, but overall felt that he could have played better. Uh, Drew was asked if he thinks the Kings are good enough to get to a Final Four or Cup Final next season. He said yes. Uh, he said that they were unlucky to face a team like the Oilers and didn't play their best. He said, though, quote, we have the talent and the team to get to a conference final. End quote. I actually think Drew's being honest here. Um, now, you could argue that just because he believes it doesn't make it true, but I'm leaning towards him being right, believe it or not. And for you everydayers coming up on tomorrow's show, we're going to examine the final four teams left in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Look at how they were constructed and how it might support the argument that the Kings are currently right now a final four type of team. The next question was asked about uh, the comparison uh, to the Kings Stanley Cup winning teams to um, this team now, the comparison being that the Kings lost in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs two consecutive years, then went on to win the Stanley Cup. The Kings have now lost the past two seasons in the first round. Could they be a cup contender next season? And Drew Doughty said that he feels like they have a really good team, that you have to experience tough moments and grow as a team. Uh, and he said, quote, we can't lose in round one again next year. So 
There is optimism that maybe history could repeat itself for the LA Kings, that they've learned some tough lessons. Uh, some of the younger players have gone through the wars now of playoff hockey, and that with this pretty much this entire roster coming back next year to do it again, that they've learned, that they've grown, they know what it takes, and that they can take the next step. We'll see. Drew Doughty obviously has been a part of those types of teams that have done that. He thinks that that can be the future for the LA Kings. Uh, the next question was asked about the Kings goaltending. Uh, Drew Doughty had praise for both Jonas Corposalo and Phoenix Copley, said he wasn't sure uh, what the situation would be in net next season, but that he was certainly comfortable with those two guys. He was asked about Vladislav Gavrikov re-signing with the team, and in typical Drew Doughty honest fashion, he said it'll likely come down to taxes. He said that Gavrikov likes the team, likes the city, wants to re-sign, but as I have said, um, 99% of the time with players, they're going to go to the place that benefits them the most financially. And due to the King's salary cap situation, and as Drew Doughty said, the cost of living in a place like Los Angeles, the taxes in the state of California, that's not going to make things um, any easier to sign Vladislav Gavrikov. And that's the realities of the situation. Drew was asked if the Kings need to improve their roster this offseason. He admitted to not knowing all the details of the Kings cap situation, but said, quote, I am really happy with the team that we have here and it's better than we showed this year. Uh, Dowdy was asked about the Oilers being a roadblock to the Kings going where they want to go, and he quickly answered that he doesn't want to avoid Edmonton in the future. He wants to beat them. Uh, and I, I loved how passionate he was about saying that. I think real competitors really want to beat the best. Um, and certainly you look back at the Kings past, which we talked about. The Chicago Blackhawks were certainly a roadblock for the LA Kings at times. And I think the Kings embraced the challenge of uh, beating a team like Chicago, a team that won three Stanley Cups uh, in six seasons and had Hall of Famers like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves and Duncan Keith and guys like that. You got to embrace those kinds of challenges. And and certainly it looks like the Oilers are going to be a challenge for the Kings uh, for years to come. But I think it's refreshing that Drew Doughty has the attitude of, uh, yeah, they're going to be around and and I'm looking forward to beating them. I want to face them. I'm not I'm not looking at another path around them or hope we get a better draw. I want to beat those guys. And that's our focus going forward. And I, I, I just love, again, that competitive spirit from Drew Doughty. I think it's really authentic and I think he means it. Uh, Drew was asked if there are any teams or players still alive in the playoffs he was rooting for. He said quickly, no, uh, which drew some giggles. Uh, but he said if there was one player that he would love to see win the Stanley Cup. And, and keep in mind, this was uh, you know a couple weeks ago. Uh, he said it would be former roommate Wayne Simmons, who played for the LA Kings and was a part of the Toronto Maple Leafs, although he didn't play in the playoffs. But uh, obviously that didn't happen with the Leafs getting eliminated. He was asked if he will watch the playoffs, and he said he'd probably watch some of it. But at some point, you need to unplug and reset and get away from hockey. Uh, he was asked about the Kings' penalty kill in the playoffs and said it was he thought it was more about the Oilers' having a great power play than, than actually the Kings not having a good penalty kill or a good enough penalty kill. Uh, Drew was asked uh, what some of the younger players need to do to contribute more next season. Uh, he said that everyone needs to be uh, contributing. Um, he said you need to be able to play four lines and everyone needs to come back stronger, kind of echoing what head coach Todd McClellan had to say when he was asked about the younger players develop, developing to help the team take a step forward. And he said that he didn't want to focus on them necessarily because that it sends a message to the entire team that only certain players have to get better or be more dedicated. And he says the entire roster needs to be that. And I think Drew, Deca Drew Doughty kind of echoed that 
in what he had to say. And the final question um, was about Drew Doughty being in his element in playoff hockey and the intensity of it. Drew said that he was happy with his game defensively, but not offensively. He said that playoff hockey is about sacrificing a part of your game sometimes to benefit the team and that maybe he had to do that, but he wished he contributed more offensively, but he loves playing in the intensity and the pressure of playoff hockey. Well, I think that's certainly true, and you love players like that, and we certainly expect and hope to see Drew Doughty playing in playoff hockey again next season. So that was some of what Drew Doughty had to say uh, in his exit interview. Like I said, still a very key component to the LA Kings on and off the ice. He's been a great representative for the LA Kings in every way. If there's one thing I love about Drew Doughty, I mentioned when we looked at Adrian Kempe last week that he's kind of one of the few Kings who has some swagger to his game, and I kind of like that. Um, I think Drew Doughty has some of that as well. He has a lot of bravado. He certainly likes to talk on the ice. You never have to worry about Drew Doughty enjoying his job. I think he kind of exudes that. I think that kind of enthusiasm and love for the game it's a positive thing to have in your locker room. And uh, certainly he has that coming up. Why is Kevin Fiala playing in the world championships and why are the Kings letting him play? We're going to talk about that, but first I want to remind you today's episode of locked on LA Kings, your team every day is brought to you by game time. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you with a game time ticket app. Tickets are easy to find and buy for every kind of event in your area, and you get the lowest prices guaranteed with event cancellation protection. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and the Game Time guarantee means that you'll always have the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set on your phone. Tickets are always sent directly to your phone. You never have to look through emails to try and find it. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. A quick Stanley Cup playoff update for those of you that might not be paying attention. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, who eliminated the Kings in six games in the playoffs this season, were themselves eliminated in six games by the Vegas Golden Knights after a 5-2 loss on home ice Sunday night. For those of you wanting the Oilers to lose because they beat the Kings and, well, you got your wish. Uh, for those of you that wanted the Oilers to make it to the Stanley Cup final and then lose to try and make the Kings exit look a little bit more respectable, well, that did not happen. Um, I said I was kind of on the fence for both, but more leaning towards the latter. Uh, I would like to have seen them uh, play well, so it made the Kings look a little bit better. Um, but uh, that's not the case. So tonight it is the final game before we reach the conference finals. The Seattle Kraken facing the Dallas Stars in a game seven to determine the final team in the Stanley Cup playoffs final four. So we'll see if the Pacific Division gets two teams in if Seattle, in fact, wins that and it would be an all Pacific Division Western Conference final with the Golden Knights against the Kraken. There was some breaking news regarding the Kings earlier today, and I will admit it caught, caught me a bit off guard. Uh, King star forward Kevin Fiala is joining Team Switzerland for the remainder of the World Championships. He spoke to reporters overseas earlier today and said they had, had to wait to uh, have his injury fully heal. And it caught that, you know, of course, the injury caused him to miss the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs. And he had to get the team's permission to play in the tournament. 
He added, quote, it was a struggle to get the release, end quote, meaning the Kings apparently grudgingly gave him their permission to participate in this event. And I have said the World Championships can be valuable for younger players, players like Carl Grundstrom and Martin Kromiak are taking part for the Kings uh, to get more experience for a player like Cal Peterson, who's looking to get back on his game. I don't see any benefit for a valuable player, an experienced vet like Kevin Fiala to play in this event. And I'd have to check, but I got to believe he's probably the highest profile player that is actually participating in this tournament. I think the risk of injury is too great, especially for a player that is coming off of a recent injury. There is no way I would let Kevin Fiala play in this event if I had a say in it. I am sure it would have upset him, but too bad. Uh, I appreciate that this guy has a passion to play for his country. That's great. I get that. If this were the Olympics or maybe a World Cup of hockey where all the NHL teams are sending their elite players, I would grudgingly agree to let him play because everyone else is. But again, he's coming off of an injury. Uh, I'm sure he's been cleared by the team doctors, but I'm, I've got to tell you, I, I think you can tell by my tone. I am not thrilled, first of all, about Kevin Fiala asking to play in this event. He is too important of a player coming off an injury, uh, and the team has made a major investment in him to go out and risk his health again. It's time to get healthy, rest up, and get ready for next season. Uh, I, I don't think he should be playing in this tournament. I'm not happy the Kings are allowing him to play in this tournament. That said, we'll obviously be keeping track on how he does and keep our fingers crossed that nothing bad happens. Switzerland's playing Kazakhstan on Tuesday. I would expect Kevin Fiala to take part in, in that event. He's probably the best player on their team, but um, I was very surprised to see that he wanted to play in this event because most marquee players don't participate in this event. It is a lesser tournament, to be totally honest about it, but... Uh, like I said, I, I appreciate his passion for wanting to play for his country, but uh, I, I I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think it's it's benefit. You know that what are the, what's the benefit of this for Kevin Fiala? If he goes over there and just totally kicks ass, is is that going to make him a better player going forward? I don't think so. I, I I don't see. It wasn't like if he had missed half of this season due to injury or something like that, and he felt like he needed that to kind of kickstart his off season training. I might listen to that argument, but that's not the case. He still played in the majority of games for the Kings, but coming off an injury, I don't like the optics of this. I don't like the message of this. I, I just don't agree at all with him playing in this tournament. So uh, we'll all hold our breath, keep our fingers crossed that he comes out of this okay, but I just don't, I just don't see the benefit to him playing in this, really. As for the other three members of the Kings organization that are taking part in the World Championships, uh, LA Kings forward Carl Grundstrom for Sweden, um, former Ontario Reign and Kings goalie uh, Cal Peterson. Uh, he's playing for the U.S., Grundstrom for Sweden, and then Martin Kromiak, uh, Ontario Reign forward and Kings prospect, is playing for Slovakia. Since our last episode on Friday, nine games have been played involving those three players. Uh, the U.S. is off to a 3-0 start playing in Group A, Cal Peterson, who is still on his quest to prove that he's an NHL player after being demoted to the HL last season. Started one of the three games. Um, it appears that maybe they're doing a, a sharing of the net, uh, kind of like the Kings did this year with Jonas Corposalo and Phoenix Copley late in the year. Casey DeSmith of Pittsburgh has played in two of the three games. Cal Peterson has played in one. 
if they continue this rotation, uh, I would expect Cal to play in the next game for the U.S., but he did post a, a victory, uh, USA beating Hungary 7-1, to Cal allowing one goal, um, and not to, uh, you know, not to criticize that performance in any way, but to be honest, Hungary is not one of the elite international teams out there. They're not expected to make it out of the qualifying round. They have zero NHL players on their roster, and they mustered only 13 total shots on net in that game for the against the U.S. So Cal letting in one goal, I would say that's about what I would expect for him. If he allowed more than a goal, uh, I would say that that was probably not very good. Um, now, granted, I did not witness all 13 of his saves or 12, 12 saves that he had to make, and maybe they were all amazing, but I'm doubting it. So I'm glad he got the win. I'm glad he only allowed one goal, but uh, we're going to see, hopefully we'll see some more from Cal Peterson again. I think he's going to be in net against Austria, but that remains to be seen in the next game for the USA. Uh, Kings forward Carl Grundstrom, who appeared in 57 games for the Kings this past season, scoring 12 goals with 19 points, has appeared in all three of Sweden's games so far in the tournament, but he has yet to record a point. Sweden is also 3-0 in the uh, World Championships. Uh, they're playing in the same group as the U.S. Group A. Uh, they had a 1-0 win over Germany on Friday, 5-0 win over Austria on Sunday, and a big 2-1 win over rival Finland earlier today. Ontario rain forward Martin Kromiak has played in all three games so far for Slovakia. Uh, he scored the first goal of the entire tournament last Friday in a 3-2 loss to Czechia. Uh, Slovakia is 1-1-1 in the tournament. They beat, or they're playing out of Group B. They uh, picked up a win over Latvia 2-1, and then there was a 2-1 shootout loss to Canada where Chromiak was stopped on the team's final shootout attempt in the eighth round to preserve the win for Canada. So that's some of the uh, some of the uh, goings-on for Kings involved in the World Championships. And again, we will be... Uh, Focusing more on this event than we thought we were going to with Kevin Fiala joining Team Switzerland. So for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch every day, looking ahead to this week on Locked on LA Kings, uh, coming up tomorrow, as I mentioned, we're going to focus on the final four teams still alive in the Stanley Cup playoffs to see if there's anything that can be learned for the LA Kings going forward as far as how those teams were constructed. On Wednesday, going to try and schedule a special guest yet to be determined. Thursday, we're going to continue our evaluation and focus on LA Kings forward Gabe Velarde. And of course, Friday will be our weekly LA Kings fan feedback show. Highly encourage you to get your questions in now. Um, keep the feedback shows going strong in the offseason. We, you know, you're the you're a key part of that. If that's going to happen or not, hopefully it will. The email address is locked on Eddie at gmail.com, E D D I E. What do you think about Drew Dowdy? Is he still uh, a key player for the LA Kings? Is he still a guy that should be playing on the top pairing. Is he overpaid? Also, what do you think about Kevin Fiala uh, asking to play and the Kings giving him permission to play in the World Championships? Again, Fan Feedback Friday. Uh, get those emails in as soon as you can. And you can also, of course, leave comments on the YouTube episodes as well. And we would love you to stay interactive with the show by following us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Locked On LA Kings. I am Eddie Garcia. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day. We will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.